The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. Yes, this is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Mark Nowen. How are you doing, Martin? Very good, thank you. Yourself? Uh, mate, I'm good. And, you know, it's the 2nd of February. I'm sure you had a really relaxing uh, day the other night when Nationals entries open. Yeah, it was super chilled. Super chilled, mate. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll chat about it later. Um, Martin, who are we going to speak to today? This night we got double European 1-8th champion and just all around UK legend. Did you say Elliot Boots? Did you? You seem to say, hi, Elliot, how are you? How you doing, all right? Mate, I am fine. Have you, have you all got, got back home from Germany? Yep, after a uh, long drive, we got back home uh, nice, safe and sound. Okay. Um, first of all, how's the family? Since last time we spoke, it, there's more Bootses. Yeah, <laughs> growing. <laughs> uh, she's doing good, she's doing good, thanks. Um, okay. enjoying it, enjoying uh, the dad life. Are you sick of Peppa Pig yet? Well, luckily, she, she you know, at that age, recognises probably more the colours of the programme, so I put yeah. it on, but she's not quite there yet to understand what it's all about. You'll get it, you'll love it. You'll love it. You'll yeah. love Peppa Pig and you'll love Ben and Holly. You will literally, you'll, they will be <laughs> your life for the next four years, mate. Uh, I, it's all amazing, brilliant. So, um, I'm going to say, I looked a bit shocked. I looked on the list, and it said Elliot Boots was booked in for a, the EOS at Down. I thought, Elliot doesn't do carpet one-tenth. What's hmm. going on? Yeah, I decided to uh, have a go. Um, as uh, S-Works, you know, they, they follow and support the series. Um, they asked if... I would go, and I wanted to go anyway. So it was, um, yeah, it was something we we went and did. Um, obviously, I don't get as much time on the cars as a lot of the guys there, but um, it was still good fun. I'd like to have got a result. I had a bit of bad luck, um, but at the end, we I was really happy with how the car worked and that we had pace in our final for uh, a final sort of top top five, top six pace. So it was good. I, well, I'm gonna say you came out the blocks flying at practice and two wheel drive on Friday morning. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I put the car down and it it worked pretty good. Maybe because I picked the track up quite quickly, but um, the other guys picked up speed and that, you know. And um, I had a few few mistakes myself and with uh, traffic and whatnot. But um, yeah, unfortunately, just missed the cut of the A's. Okay, so. I say silly things on podcasts. I'm sitting there going, what, what, what I've seen of you drive a car and, and an eighth car, I would think carpet would be the exact opposite of what you were doing. You seem to go in with an eighth car fast and loose and come out even quicker. And did you find it difficult? Did you change your driving style or do you just not think about it? You're just Elliot Boots. You just do what's in front of you. Yeah, I mean... You have to you have to adjust a little bit, and also you know you watch others and you try and set off behind someone that's um, more 
like Michael or something like that. And um, but obviously in the first practice, I was actually a bit quicker than him. That's why I was a bit shocked. Um, but no, I mean once you've been driving as long as I have, you you kind of once you get to know it, you you know what you got to do, and that you know I have driven temp scale before, um, so it's not a complete new change. No, no, uh, and you have actually done a bit of. Um, I've seen some pictures with you. You've done a, a, at least one practice day or one event on carpet beforehand. Yeah, so um, it was like a week or two before EOS. Uh, I managed to get to a track. It's the only one that exists in Italy. Um, right. it's, it, it literally just opened up the day that I went. Um, it's a nice place. It's on EOS carpet, so that's why I wanted to go there. Um, but obviously, it's like a quarter of the size of the tracks. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, and it's the only place I could go. So I went to go and have a day at least, just break in the new cars and get everything dialed in for the race, you know, make sure everything was working and things like that. Okay. And um, I think also since the last time we spoke, you've, of course, you've got your, I would say, it looks like your new right hand man in Verado. Yeah. Uh, has he done more carpet or is he always been nitro? Was it kind of learning for both of yours or did one of you a bit more experienced than the other? Yeah, I mean, it was his first time at like a 10th race like that. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a case of learning, but um, he, he's very clever and we came up, he came up with uh, some good setup ideas and definitely improved the car. Um, uh, he's not convinced by the way people do stuff in temp scale, um, <laughs> set up wise, and to him it doesn't make sense. So he said he wants to go and do a month of testing next time <laughs> and uh, do it the way he thinks because he, he's pretty sure that we could do it better. Because um, he thinks that, and I also think, you know, when people, everyone's doing something, you're convinced that that's the thing that you've got to do. Yes. Um, and he said well, it's not necessarily the case. And we tried something that we would do in ape scale, and it and it worked. Where everyone was like, "No, it would never work. It would never work." And I came off the driver's stand after like it was like the best run I did, and he was like, "See, I told you." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, okay." What, is it a top secret? Are you going to let let me know what this top secret thing we should be doing is? Uh, I just put a, a center diff in the car. Oh, okay. Um, obviously some, we made some other changes to the car like setup wise but the main thing was we put a centre diff in because he was saying like what why why, why don't you run centre diffs and I was like well because everyone runs slippers I don't know I mean yeah, that's what everyone does Um, he's like yeah but why and I was like I don't know like that's just what everyone does because um, we have the grip and stuff it gives you more drive and things like that and he's like yeah but like an ape scale, even when it's high grip, we always run three diffs. We'd never run the car without a centre diff. I was like, yeah, I suppose so. And we was talking about it and that. I was like, well, let's put it, put it in and try. I, we put it in and I was like, oh, okay. The car drives awesome now. Right, okay. Um, was And is, was, it, was it, I, you know, you know me, mate, I'm an idiot. So it was just like a centre diff with incredibly high oil in or incredibly low oil? Uh, 200k. Which apparently is super low because they normally run like half a mil minimum, minimum. Right. But it felt good. I didn't lose any drive at all. I had the same as everyone else. 
but it just is easier to drive, much easier. And then, what about the track? I say you'd, you'd run on a, I suppose, like a, a small carpet track a week or two before you get to down. It, it looks like it's, it's for tenth anyway for us guys. That looks like a pretty long straight. What did you think of the track and the jumps and the features? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was it was like almost identical layout to the race we had there two years ago. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, um, except that it didn't go back as far as the previous year. Um, it was like one lane further, like closer to the driver's stand. Mm-hmm. Um, but the layout generally was pretty much identical. Um, they put this rubbery sort of stuff down. It was like a slippery section, which was okay. But they put it on like the face of the jumps, which was a bit weird, and the landing. So if you downsided the jump and like accelerated with like two wheel drive at least, you'd fuck, you'd like spin out, you know. Right. But so yeah, but it was fine. It was good. Nothing. I, I, it, I wouldn't say it was super technical, Jack. Yeah, uh, it was. The, I, I, I think when I first saw the the coverage from YouTube, um, I wondered what was on the corners because it, it's like uh, first practice there were cars like breaking away and spinning away, and I, I, I didn't know it was covered in anything else. But apparently, it was like some sort of foam. Was it soft? It was. It was no, it was. Um, it was. You know, like you get in outdoor kids' playgrounds, that rubbery sort of stuff. Oh yeah, that yeah, it was exactly that stuff. Just oh, okay. sheets of that laid down. Well, okay. Well, I, it was it was difficult to see. You know, I always hate it when we're in the UK racing indoors and someone gets a gym mat out and puts a gym mat on a carpet track. <laughs> I'm like, just oh, come on, we've we've got proper jumps and proper things. Why are we just randomly throwing stuff on the the track that we find in a school hall? It's never a good idea. Never a good idea. I used to run on slippery floor all the time. Oh God, I, I couldn't think. We of used to, I used I used to drive right when I was like just starting and that. I used to do a touring car on slippery floor with uh, like mini mini pins. Oh my God! <laughs> it was good fun though. Well, it Forward, probably but, you know you just drift it round a lot. You know you learnt a lot of car control. And whereabouts was that? Uh, that 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 was like the in thing. You know, they didn't have carpet then. No one thought to use carpet. Um, most of the races we went to, it was always just put tubes down and go on like a basketball court or tennis court, something like that, you know. So it was always like a slippery sort of floor. I can't remember the places exactly, but... And then carpet started becoming more and more and more popular. Okay. Well, um, so are you, are you looking forward to, you know... I think that was a great result for Eswick. Maybe personally, not for yourself. I'm sure you wanted to be in all the A's. Um, but, you know, Misha, is it Misha? Misha? Mika? Misha, yeah. Misha. What what a great event he had. Oh, yeah, uh, man. He, he he drove awesome. He was just on it all the time, wasn't he? Especially yeah, in two-wheel drive. His car was really good. His car was really, really... And it was super fast as well on the straights and stuff. Yeah, he was running so it. much... It was crazy. I think he was gaining like three car limps on the straight every lap. Um, so it seems like a, like it was it was just a really great result for S Works. You know, just a you know, I know that you said they supported the EOS for some time, and of course, you know, they've had a dedicated carpet car, but for it to come mm-hmm. out of the like the Schumacher dominance of EOS carpet in Europe. It must have been a great result. It must have been a great part. Be 
part of that team. And I don't know how much of that team you actually knew because they were the, the electric guys. But did you enjoy yourself with, with the S-Works boys? I always do. Um, we all get on really well. I know Misha really well from Ape Scale for a few years, you know, so I speak with him all the time. Um, and he, you know, he fully deserves it, not only because he drove well that weekend, but he put a lot of time in getting to that stage. Um, so he fully deserved it because he, you know, he did his homework and he got the car dialed in how he wanted it. And he went out and he'd done the business. You know, we had to, I gave him words of encouragement and help him out a bit, you know, because it was his first one just to keep his head in place and stuff. You know, so we spoke with him and helped him out a bit. And then he was, he was away and he, he, uh, he'd done an awesome job. You must be sort of pleased as punch for the team. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was his first big win, really, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure there's more to come if he drives like that. Uh, is he is he young? How young is he? Or how old is he? Uh, I think he's 20, 20, 21, something like that. Okay. Well, okay, so yeah, plenty of time, mate. Plenty of time to catch you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you before EOS, I think you were at the um, the Montpellier warm up. Mm-hmm. Again, seemed to be a great result for S Works. Um, yeah, we got a one uh, three. That was good. Um, it was a slightly different layout that race, so it was four leg ten minute mains instead of like one final, right? To allow people to try stuff, you know, at the warm up race, you could change tires or you change setup and go out in you know, like a race situation and see how it felt. Um, but yeah, no, we, we was we was happy. Canas was fast, and you know he took the win. And then when is Montpellier? The uh, so Montpellier is not this weekend, the following weekend. Right, okay. And you are all ready to go for that? Yep. Yeah, all, uh, all sorted. You know, obviously next, this week, uh, start prepping the car and things like that. But um, And I'll be going to do some testing uh, later this week with practice car. And then also next week before leaving. Um, but the race car will be separate, will be done, but I'll just have everything the same for practising. Okay, so when, when, you actually, when do you actually, you'll, I'm going to say, you're assuming you're going to drive there, I don't think it's too far. On drive, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, and do you travel with, do you travel with, did you travel with Ferry? Do you like pick him up on the way in the van? So, yeah, like, uh, for Montpellier, I'll pick him up on the way because we go past his house. Right. Uh, Otherwise, he'll come to me. Like, for this weekend, EOS came to me the day before, get stuff organised, and then in the morning we drove to Germany. Okay, and then going to Montpellier, um, you've been there many times before. It's it's like the the season opener for eight. Um, Yep. No, it's a good, good track, really good track. I enjoy driving that track. It seems like a really big event. Is it an important event, do you think, to sort of like stamp your authority on the rest of the European drivers? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, uh, you know, start of the season, first one of the season and that. Um, good to get, you know, a good result there, um, to get a good year started, you know, and uh, most, it's one of the biggest events in Europe. 
Uh, and it's not much gap between that and the D and C. Are you going to California straight after, or no? I won't. I won't be going to DNC this year. Um, just for time-wise, really getting things organised to go there. Um, I plan to do the Silver State later in the year. Right. Um, I think that's normally in May sort of time. And um, in Vegas, which is, I'm sure, yeah, exciting. I, I, I personally prefer the event, um, just because of you don't you don't need a rental car. You land in LA, uh, in Los Angeles, uh, Vegas. They pick you mm. up from the airport. They take you to the hotel, and the track's there. You leave all your stuff there at the track. You go upstairs to your room, do whatever you want, go out for food, and you come back. Everything's all there, you know. Not out okay. in the cold. It's all inside. Brand new track for everyone. So, so that's your. Is that? Do you think that's the only time you'll get to America this year? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. I don't really know. We have to see. You know how things are. They change week by week with this COVID stuff. Okay. So, uh, with your ideal plans, what are your your plans for racing then in twenty twenty two? Will you get over to you know what are you going to do in the UK? Eight nationals, tenth nationals. Yeah, so I plan to do the ape scale nationals. Um, temp scale, not sure how many I'm going to do. I'm going to try and do as many as I can, but time wise and that, you know, being away for so long, um, we'll do as many as we can. We want to do the temp scale Euros at Robin Hood, um, mm-hmm. but also it's quite important year because with the uh, one eight euros and worlds this year. Um, you know, we've got to concentrate on that quite heavily. Okay, I, I think it was the the Mercia Regional at Redavan this weekend, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, there seemed to be a bit of practice going on there. Yeah. So I think Canis, I think Canis won it. Um, and then yeah, they did some practicing and stuff. So. We'd like to get out there. We're going to try and get out there, me and Very, to do some testing at some point uh, with the team, um, getting tires sorted out and cars set up and that. So how much... Would you, like, want to go for, like, I don't know, a week of practice, just, like, obviously yourself, Barry, or the S-Works kids? Doing they were having beforehand to go and maybe stay later. Either or, I mean, if you ever practiced, you get more time on the track. So, um, yeah, it, it, you have to just take it as it comes. It depends if the track's open, if they allow you to practice privately or whatever. Um, but you do, you do get more running if you're there just as a practice weekend or week, whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the same time, a race is under race conditions. So, yeah, with yeah. other guys, because you, yeah. you you know the track, you you've been there before. It's different now. It's different now. The layout. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they've changed it quite a bit uh, compared to 2016. Um, so it's not massively different, but it is changed slightly. It's an absolute massive track, though, isn't it? I remember. Like, oh, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah, your car looks like a 124 scale at the back. Wow. Yeah, super tight. 
looks crazy. It's crazy. You get up there, you, know, you look down at your pit man, you can barely see him. <laughs> and I suppose going to the world's issue, you get to you get to work with your new teammates and Carl McBride and Joe Pornhorst joining. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nice. regarding the worlds, I I don't know what's going to happen. To be honest, no. I I'm not 100 sure it's going to happen, but we'll be hopeful. Yeah. I only say that because you know they have to they have to allow everyone to be able to go there to be fair for everyone, and if there's any travel restrictions anyway, then they can't necessarily do it. That's the only thing. No. No. No, it'd be oh, a shame. Right. It's got to be the whole thing or nothing, hasn't it? Yeah, because you, you you know you can't run an event if some of the competitors like physically can't get there because of the government saying they can't go or they've got to do this and that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we it's so a shame. We have to, yeah. I think there's been such a gap, though. Do, would they have to wait for everybody? They can't, can you just, like, if the Paraguayans can't go or, you know, people from Honduras can't go, if it's, can we not call it a world then? Or Technically, is, no. Technically, no, because no. everyone has has the chance to do a race. Everyone has the chance to compete for them and their country, don't they? Really? Yeah. Um, so that's just me being mean to Paraguay. You got something wrong with Paraguay? I think he has, hasn't he? I think he's got something. You got to say against them? Yeah, you know me and the Paraguayans. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a. I can't even think of a football and Paraguayan. Rocky Santa Cruz played for Man City. Big fella up front. I think he was from Paraguay. Um, that's the only one I can remember. Uh, and, and of course, we're not going to talk about football because you know Arsenal. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. They're really good. Um, yeah, no, I mean we'll have to we'll have to just see what decision is made. Um, yeah. And just uh, be hopeful that everything will be okay. Yeah, I, I think Efra turned around and said that they'll. I think they're going to give you like eight weeks' notice or something. Yeah, right. They'll make a call. I think that's what their their calendar says. They'll make a call eight weeks before the event is going to happen, and mm-hmm. and that will be their call. But you know, fingers crossed. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, we'll it's been such a long time to for you guys to get together. You must, yeah, definitely. I know, I, I know you, it's really competitive in Italy, and you know all the Brits are hoping that's you know that's the advantage that you're going to have when you go to Worlds, and it is super competitive in Italy. So you've had the opportunity to race with top guys every week, mm-hmm. and then you're going to be you know toned for the Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. It must be tough turning up to places. Is that the best thing about being in it? Well, other than the family and the job and things along those lines, is that a real good pull about being in Italy? The fact that there are so many other quick drivers there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, when you go there, you you really have to earn the win because you know there's a lot of fast drivers. You you know you don't just it's no really uh, it's not so much of an easy weekend. You really got to drive well and your car's got to be really well set up which pushes you every weekend, which is good. Otherwise, you can end up just falling behind. And then, for everyone who's um, super interested, what what should I be doing to try and make myself a better RC driver? Should I be working on my prep? Should I be doing practice? Should I be working on the, 
the mental stuff of not throwing me toys out the cot if I make a mistake. Give me some advice, Elliot. Well, obviously, the card needs to be as make it as comfortable as it can for you. Um, it needs you know you need to spend the time on the track getting it to where you need it to be the best you can be, um, right. and being on the track as much as you can because you need the you need the radio in the hands as much as possible. And the older you get, no offense, but the older you get, the more practice you need to do. It's just a known thing. You know, youngsters can just turn up, pick it up and go. So you need to just keep keep going as much as possible. And does it matter? Does it it doesn't matter if it's a, an event or a race meeting in this country? Should I just drive around because I, I do a lot of work around Southport? So I should just have my car and my radio in the back of my car. Yeah, lunch and break I, track. Yeah. I just go do yeah. some laps. That's it. Oh. That's it. There's no like magic bullet. I don't know. Well, if you did, yeah, you would. Well, you would, to honest, you would tell me because clearly it wouldn't make any difference. But you would want anyone else. You don't. You don't, you don't want Michael Olowski sitting there going, right? What two hundred k in a centre diff for me cat L one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there. That's what he said. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to treat yeah. it more like an eighth car. Um, <laughs> again, that's that's. I think that's different from our sport or hobby, whatever. That you do. All the drivers do tend to get on. Don't they? You don't tend to hide stuff from each other. You, you know. uh, not really, not too much. I think, I mean, I went and done touring car a bit of, in the winter over here and that, and it's very much more secretive than it is in off-road setups and things like that. You know, it's very secret squirrel, as I like to call it. Um, <laughs> so, but in ape scale, especially in the UK, it's a lot more chilled out, um, sharing info to each other and that. And just and, and you must have it must have been great to to I don't know I don't know was last time you saw Lee or even saw Michael or Yawn or any of those guys. Just yeah, it was nice s- to see him. It was nice to catch up. You know, I, I was there chatting with Lee for a long time. You know, not just about racing, just chatting in general, what we've been up to, and being that we we're talking about family life. You know, things like that. Um, and just how it was all going, really, you know, how lives in general were going. And um, obviously, we still talked about racing, but it was just nice to see people and speak with them because we haven't seen them for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so are, are there such things as Italian nationals? Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate, I've, I've actually misread my own note there. What I weren't meant to say is, are you Italian now? Yes, I am Italian. Well, I'm English, but I'm half, I don't know. No, well, I'm English, or, or, but I live in I Italy. Just, yeah, I just noticed on your EOS thing you had an Italian flag. Yeah, yeah because they ask, like, they put you down where you live, uh, even though, I mean, I thought they would know who I am, to be honest, but clearly <laughs> they don't. But <laughs> um, So, yeah, they run me with an Italian flag all weekend, but hey-ho. Oh, I know. I, Everyone I, I thought... was messaging me saying, "What's going on here?" <laughs> I thought it was, some, I thought it was like someone in the office in red had filled the form in for you. Yeah. I've just gone. I've oh, just put him down as Italian. That'll annoy him. 
Oh, but the, the guy at race control at EOS, I went over, like, I gave him transponder numbers, and he's like, oh, who are you? And I told him my name, he goes, oh, oh, hi, Elliot. And then, like, I went back, like, five minutes later, and he's like, oh, who are you? I'm like, <laughs> I, I was just here, mate. <laughs> Is that goes, Yeah, honestly. But... <laughs> well, like... we, we... Go on, we... go on. No, no, go on. No, I was gonna say we've had a thing in like the UK for the last twenty years that I think Craggy once put down or someone jokingly changed Craggy's entry on the national and it come up as Northeast where he entered things when clearly he's part of the most winningest region in the UK, the Northwest. Uh and so there's been like an ongoing battle between the Northwest, Northeast, you know, of that they were trying to claim Craggy. So I don't know whether who was trying to claim you. Do you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. just, thought, I thought, just thought, literally thought, someone in the office, the missus filling in the form has gone, that'll do. Yeah, he's Italian now. That's yeah. the thing. But it was, um, it was, it was, it was a strange, it was a good event, the OS, but it was very strange uh, with the COVID rules. Um, nice. so we had to have tests every day at the track done. Um, so it was very long winded. <laughs> uh, I had to do a test before going as well. Um, so that we was allowed into the hall and then they supplied people to do the test for everyone. And they did it in like, after you marshaled, you had to go down there, but you know, everyone down there doing all these tests and then wait, you had to wait like half an hour for your results and stuff. It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty, I don't know, it, was, it, it, it seemed a bit overkill. Yeah. Um, and that we still had to wear face masks, even though that everyone was negative. So it was a bit strange, but it was the, the rules that they made, so. Germans, German efficiency. Yeah. That but, was the yeah. And, and did you catch up with any of the, uh, I'm going to say, the less famous Brits who went, you know, our mates Pritchard and Andy Woods and Crompton, Tony Park. They were Park, right behind Austin. me. Were they? Yeah. Bloody noisy block they were. I they kept were. shut up. No, oh, I pulled, I pulled a blinder on Pritchard at the weekend, though. Go on. I, uh, he was chatting away and he didn't have his mask on, right? And he was like, I mean, we was all pulling them down after a while because it was so hot in there. And he took it off and he was just on his table working on his car and he took his mask off and put it on the table. And I leant over. And I went, can you please put your mask on? This is crazy. And he, he panicked and picked the mask up and he put it on so quick. And he turned around and he went, oh, will you like piss off? <laughs> Honestly, you have to ask him about it. He absolutely crapped himself. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, it was dear. funny. Yeah, they, 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 again, I think they were all looking forward to it. They seem to have enjoyed their time, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Compton's been before many times. I think Andy Woods has been before, but oh, and uh, in fact, I think they all have actually. We all went to Hoodie Arena, but they seem to enjoy themselves. He had uh, some problems, Woods, with the wheel coming off as well. Did his wheel come off? Yeah, we had some issues with the rear left wheels coming off. Um, Me. Clement Boda, Una Hatton, and, and quite a few others. Just with that breaking forces, the real rear left wheel would come off. So I think the wheels were slightly out of shape, unfortunately. All oh, right, okay. Well, I, I'm going to 
that that's that's terrible. But it's Andy Woods' fault because he ran stock. Um, well, yeah, you know that was a bit of he didn't tell. He told us he was going the AOS. He never told us he was going to run ten point five. I know he's old, but you know <laughs> what I mean. I don't think there was any need for that. <laughs> I, I don't, Martin, I don't know you if you get saw more it. respect finishing last in the modified than winning the stock class. <laughs> yeah, you won that. Yes. You just said that. Um, and Martin, I don't know if you saw any other things. Every time he got near Trish, he seemed to be too scared to go anywhere near him. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a coward. I don't know. I, I refuse to watch it. It's stock racing. It's horrendous. Oh, I'll tell you one thing that's horrendous to watch are them trucks. Oh. They're hor- They're awful to watch. Why? What's up with the truck? Oh, they're just big, gay, dumb trucks driving around. <laughs> oh, no way. They Retirement just class, I'm telling they, you. They, they're not meant to be on the track like that. They they physically do not want to be... Hang on. They, phys, they, they physically don't want to be <laughs> driven on a track like that. Oh, like I, was, I was watching them like they're... <laughs> they're trying to get these cars set up and that with like the grip of them. And they're absolute on the limit, and they just want to tip over most of the time. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. If I go to another ALS, I, I really don't like four-wheel drive, so I was going to run two-wheel drive and truck. Why not just go in a stock class, then? Yeah. I, I, excuse me. I'm not Andy Woods. I'm not that old. <laughs> Imagine going over there thinking you can sandbag and still not doing really well. God. Is there, some, is there some rivalry going on here? I need to know that. Well, there's no that rivalry between me and Andy Woods. He's quite good. I'm terrible. I just know he listens. So if we're mean to Andy Woods now, it's fine. He'll enjoy it when he goes up to when he next goes to Bury or Southport. He knows there's <laughs> going to be. I don't know what we're going to do. Buy him a better battery charger, or you know, skim his motor or something. <laughs> uh, change his name to Andy Cheater Woods. So. <laughs> Something like that, because, you know, we, we can't let that pass. You, you know what I mean? You must have been a bit, you know, you're a double European champion. You must have been a bit upset when you saw that one of the British fellas was running stock. Oh, I just, I just did it. I just ignored him, basically. See? Yeah. You <laughs> 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 just would have said, you went, you'd rather speak to Crompton. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's how bad it was. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, but, but I'm uh, sorry, Paul. But and Paul had a great weekend, he really did. Yeah, uh, no, think, he did. Uh, yeah. Um, did, did he sneak into the back of the A4 wheel drive? He got in the A4 wheel drive, he was BQ in two wheel drive, yeah. Um, so, but no, yeah, he, he, he did well. And I think again, all the other uh, Brits, uh, James and Tony and Kev, and well, let's not talk about Andy anymore. But you know, they were all C's, D's, and E's. You know, they, they had a great result. They really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. It looked like they had a great time. They had a nice uh, rental car as well. So they yeah. did enjoy themselves. I'm going to have to say, allegedly, I'm sure they did. I don't, are you allowed to take rental cars around the Nuremberg Ring? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Do I? Allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. Let's know. We'll probably finish here. Um, Elliot, um, it's been great. Thanks very much, mate. It's it's great uh, to, to catch up and see what you're doing this year. It's great when you ca- to speak to you after you've been done something. I'm going to say slightly, di- well, you know what I'm like, slightly different. 
uh, running carpet indoors. Um, but obviously, we you know it's a great result for Westwork. It's clearly something not just a not to start something to build on with some of the, the quick drivers that you've had. Um, and we look forward to if there's a a new series of EOS in the future, we should see you more. And yeah, you know as. Schumacher family, we can support anyone we like in eight. You know, we'll be all cheering on you and the Montpellier to beat all those other other Europeans. (laughs) Um, But but we are missing, there's no sort of, I think Ronald Falk has already gone to the States for DNC, hasn't he? He's already on the track practicing. He's already there, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, Because it's a permanent event now, so. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Sorry. Again, Montpellier one weekend, DNC the next. We've got some really good racing to watch from you, smelly eighth boys. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. Uh, Elliot, before we let you go, would you like to thank your sponsors? Yeah, I uh, would like to thank uh, S Works, uh, Reds Racing, T Pro Tires, um, Samwa, XTR, Shoot Fuel, and that, and everyone that sponsors me. Um, and everyone that supports me, my family, friends, um, and it's about, you know, obviously without them, I wouldn't be here today and I wouldn't be doing this. Um, they offer me the chance to do what, what we all love, you know, at a high level, which, which I, you know, can't thank them enough for really. Right, that's brilliant. Um, we'll let you go. You can go get some wins on Warzo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks guys. Cheers, mate. Bye now. Thanks. Well, that was great speaking to Elliot. It was great to catch up with him after his uh, weekend in racing carpet on down. Um, And, of course, it was great to speak to Scotty Ernst the week before, talking about his uh, adventure in Chili Bowl, his thoughts on Raw and all those things that we did get into. Uh, And I would like to thank all the people who sent me messages and excused me for my fanboying out uh, with Scotty really is kind of like important in my RC life it really really is Um, how are you doing Martin? yeah I'm good Um, I think we've just had the opening of the 10th Nationals yeah um there were there were some I'm gonna say some slight uh IT not difficulties, but it wasn't as straightforward as it was supposed to be. But I was super impressed how quickly that was sorted out. Yeah, they, they did a good job, BRC, just getting it sorted out. It, it it was a mixture of of just ticking the right box and just the the load on the website. Obviously at six o'clock, everybody and their dog tried entering all at one go. And Brilliant. they kind of went, Ugh. <laughs> but they fixed it quick, got it all sorted in the end. So, yeah, you know, you know, I, I, coming I, through as we speak. So, yeah, do you have an well. idea of how many people have entered? Or at the moment, not this present moment. No, I, okay. I'd have to count through my emails. And I'm yeah, yeah, no, no, we don't need to do that. That's, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that, that's good. Um, but again, you know. Little things, and I'm not being funny, we're picking on it because nothing else happened and it's worked really well. But the fact that it was just sorted straight away and everyone's done. And again, I think I was talking in Schumacher team chat or, or some other chat regarding 
He's got like six weeks to enter or something. Right. Haven't they? Entry date, it, this doesn't close till March. Till March, the, can't remember the exact date. Bad yeah. chairman. He can't even remember his, his own closing date. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's March. It, it, gives, it gives them quite a window. Okay. And then we, again, that'll all be sorted. Um, don't listen to this, Martin. Put your fingers in your ears. Um, my prediction is, you know, there's only 120 spaces in on two-wheel drive, 120 spaces on four-wheel drive. It goes on ability. You know, if you don't know this or you're from a different country, it is on strictly on ability. So the F1s get priority, then the F2s. And I think there's so many F1s and F2s. I don't think there'll be many places for F3s, 4s and 5s in the national, which I think, mate, is a good thing. It well, really I showed... think we, need to, we just need to wait and see how it pans out. Yeah, that, that's you have to answer like that. I can just make wild predictions because <laughs> it's not me. But, you know, and I think that's a great thing. If that's how it turns out, that the Nationals are 90% full of F1s and F2s, and obviously some F3s, 4s, 5s, okay, then it just shows you what, like, how, what a great series it is. That, like, literally the top people are going. You know, it's not it's not whoever enters first, like the Americans are complaining about. It's it's all about it. I think it brings it helps the regionals, you know, because really to sort of I think to guarantee yourself a place in a national, you're really gonna have to get a left two. You know, which you can get at your regional, can't you? So, mate, I think it's brilliant. It's so looking forward to it. I'm sure you're uh, annoyed and in, you enjoy it and get annoyed by it different amounts every two minutes. Um, so you're not going to tell me how many people have entered because you don't know. Um, did you go racing this weekend? I did. Yeah, went to mend it. We um test out our new track piping markers. So yeah. Oh yes, I love that. Whose idea? Whose idea was that? It was just clubs. Um, I got in contact with Steve Robertson at, over at Torch because I always like the way Torch lead their tracks out and the track markings. So I kind of tried to sell the idea to the committee and they went for it. And um, yeah, we got some pipe. And it, yeah, so far, so good. A few little things we just need to change. But the old yellow hose is so faded and they're splitting. And the problem is when it splits and you drag it across the pipe, the track, you end up with little bits of stone everywhere which isn't great for gearboxes etc so and and it's very hard to move on your own the 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 hoses full of whatever they are peat rocks gravel right okay so so this is a little bit easier you just just unscrew it move it to where you want it screw it back in amazing amazing yeah i I think I think you look really smart, really smart. Uh, I'd be really proud if, you know, I love taking pictures of tracks when I go, and I'd be really proud to be taking a picture of saying that was my track. It, it's really good to see the work that's being done. Um, I know we went to, uh, should we just say Northport, because it's a great line. Um, <laughs> I, I know, uh, let's not talk about Southport, let's talk about Northport, which yeah. might be, but we might have to confuse people even more, because I think that's what we might call our in our indoors because it's it's north of Southport. But I, we went to the track 
um, the weekend just gone. I don't think it was much yeah. racing on the northwest, and we just sat down and made you know made lists of all the things that we'd like to do. Whether you know, figuring out whether we could do that, tidying the clubhouse, throwing some stuff out. It was it was a really good day to to get together. And now we're now preparing for Southport. Um, yeah. To sounds weird to start going indoors. Yeah, uh, for a couple of weeks before the season really kicks off. So, and I'm, for anyone who's listening for the Northwest, um, we're moving our indoors on the 12th of February, and our first indoor date will be the 13th of February. We will be running very limited numbers just to make sure we know we can fit people in. So, nice. there's going to be people not going to get in. Let's just put that out there now. Uh, but obviously, as we go. Forward, further forward, we know we, we we know how much space we've got and how many people we can get in and things along those lines. So it won't be too long. Um, um, that that's good. Um, have you got any bits of news, Martin? Bits of news. Have you got any news? I've got some news. Shall I go through my news? Go for your news. Okay. Well, clearly, as well as it being the opening date, uh, the the UK Nationals tenth off road has, has opened. It was also the other day, Efra battery list day yeah so all the lovely new lipos have all been checked they all get checked by paul worsley anyway don't they they do yeah he does yeah. the effort and the brc yeah he does all those so all the new batteries are lipo batteries are all on the lists um i, I is this right or wrong i don't check my list when i buy batteries i just assume if i can buy it in this country that it works if i'm mm, young no you should check the list yeah, you should. I'm gonna say that's wrong, um, but I, th- I think probably what I do do is maybe look on the entry. I'm sure if it, or the battery will say BRCA legal, won't it? I'm sure it'll say that when I get mine from Schumacher or TQ Models. Um, that certainly happened. Um, I remembered that um, we did talk briefly about some of our Northwest friends who went to the EOS at Down, and I remembered I did get the final results. And I know we took the mick out of Andy Woods, but he did come. Fifth in two wheel drive stock and seventh in four wheel drive stock. James Pritchard came middle of the day in two wheel drive and bottom of the E for four wheel drive. Um, Kev Hodgkinson again E9 in two wheel drive and E10 in four wheel drive. And Tony Parr with a D9 and an E4. Uh, and Paul, again, B1, two-wheel drive, and A8 in four-wheel drive. So a lot of the UK guys had some great results. Again, Lee was super fast all through the weekend, always there. I think of the two-wheel drive bits I saw from EOS, it looked like a, a Vidmeyer, Orlowski, Martin procession yeah. around. Um, did you see our friend, because we just like to blame Alex Carter for everything, did you, yeah. did you see Alex Carter's description of um, the incident of EOS, uh, which yes. Carter called robust defending by yeah. Vidmeyer. I think it was in, was it leg two of the A? It was leg two, yeah. Uh, it looked like as it was coming on those mats. What's your view, boss? <laughs> from, the, from the angle I saw, I mean, it's typical, isn't it? You, you could argue it was a little bit aggressive defending, but mm-hmm. you could argue it was over some some bumps and, you know, if it's just kind of skipped to the side over the bump, it's it's a tough one. I don't know. Okay. I'd I, ask I, my national ref what he thought, but 
I don't want to. I don't want to waste all my. What do you think, John's? Until we get to national. Yeah, yeah. Literally, don't speak to John Gockill no. until uh, Easter Easter Saturday, as we call it. Um, yeah. I think um, what, what what it looks like is kind of similar to, and this is what reminds me to talk about what Elliot spoke about the. Um, Okay, I don't know whether we did this recorded or not recorded. Did we talk about Elliot's issues at Kidderminster? Was that done while we were being recorded? No, that was when we weren't recording. Okay, right. We never talk about that. Don't worry about that. But it, let's go back to, remember there was a, a, an incident at Kidderminster where I think Lee, Elliot went past Lee and touched Lee, but they let it stand. Yeah. Okay, and I think when we looked at that, it looked like Lee had made an like had gone wide and then had tried to, to correct his position and that's what actually he sort of drove into Elliot from the front. I think that was a lot of people's views on the day when we saw the video and it certainly was the view of the ref. It kind yeah, of well, I'm, I'm always worried with this video stuff because you can film it and do three different angles and get three different Oh yeah. Totally yeah. but I'm saying it just reminded me that it looked like Misha Vidmeyer went a bit because they, they were just going on that mat, weren't they? Which wasn't great. I don't think anyone enjoyed those mats. But it looked like he'd made a bit of an error, which gave it look like Michael had a bit of a gap. And Michael went for it and came off came off worse. Because I think I, I do think Vidmeyer then tried to correct himself, but it was only very slight. I don't think it would, I think it would be a, a at first I think it would be a difficult call to give it either way. Um, but in my head, I remember like a year or two, like the last time it was at Dow, that Michael did the same, had did something similar, was involved in a similar issue with Una. Okay, where like Una had made a bit of a mistake, Michael saw the gap, and then Michael waited. I think Michael actually punted the other fellow off then, but Michael waited. So I don't know whether, my view, what does it matter? That was a really important event for Vidmeyer, you know, like a breakthrough event for idiots like me. And I think if that if if Lee had done that to Michael or Michael and Lee had got involved, I think the other one would have waited. But I think just of that excitement of Vidmeyer at the the fact that he was going to win his second ever AOSA final and therefore take the the meeting, just sort of said, "Hey, do you know what? I'm going to carry on and let the rest decide." Yeah. So, I, you know, I think a, a tight call either way. Obviously, we're going to, you know, side with our friend Michael. Um, but, you know, that that's a thing. I'm, I'm not. He should have TQ'd and anyone been in that position. Yes, that is a good and, point. And I'm never going to be even close to his skill or talent, but I'm still going to give him some shit. Yeah, I, think, I, I, I definitely think. Mainly just so he can get his hair cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think it's important. You know, I, I'm not being funny. Yeah, he is some sort of a hammer young. Uh, uh, you know, Yorn is clearly hammer young number one, but Michael is pretty hammer young number two. Um, and then I suppose we should also talk about, especially because Joey's not here, um, we should talk about the new car from uh, Schumacher. Their, their new touring car MI8 is out. Have you got one on order yet, mate? Well, maybe. Maybe. Are you, um, do you notice any changes, any updates? Well, being not that I'm a, a touring car person whatsoever. 
Uh, well, I, I I never. To be fair, if you said what did the MI7 look like, I never really looked at it, so it's quite hard to tell the difference for me. Hang on, but, it was supposed was supposed to be professionals. Yeah, supposed to not, do if it was off road, but it's <clears> on road. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Um, Maybe it's my new on-road things, but I think it's quite easy. You can see that there's there's definitely some new upper arms. They, it, look, they've got like the world's shortest shocks on it. Um, and yeah. I think the, one of the things is they've mounted the, the roll bars quite low down. Um, again, probably CFG and things along those lines. Um, so and it's I definitely... Did, I, and I did read that you can use... It comes in the kit with you know, the top arms that are on it, or you can use the old, uh, it comes with MI7 arms if you don't want to use, because it's got links, it's like mm -hmm. top arms, mm -hmm. and you can take those off and use the original fixed arms from the MI7. And also I read you can move the battery into the middle of the car more to get the balance better. They, you have done a bit of work, mate. You just believe I watched, in yourself I watched, more. I watched Andy Murray just talk about it. Just remembered bits. I did the same and made notes, mate. You know, that's the kind of professional person I am. Yeah. Let me just check my note. I didn't just ask one of the on-road boys to tell me the differences. I definitely oh, yeah. did. Definitely didn't do that. <laughs> did I, Martin? I think it's important... I'm not talking about you, Martin. I'm talking about the Martin who gave me that information. Um, also, we shared on our Facebook page today um, that there is the Robin Hood Classic, uh, which is like a rear motor meeting held on in April the 3rd. Oh my God, that's quite early, isn't it? April the 3rd, 2022. Uh, and that's running on the carpet GT track, rear motors only. Um, check out the Robin Hood uh, Facebook page. I think we put the link to enter on there. Check that out. I think that is probably us, mate. Yeah. Um, thanks very much for... Uh, are are like, you racing next weekend? This weekend coming? Oh, yeah, next this. this no, I'm not. Okay. No, I've got a, a, a family do. I was booked into Barry to go to carpet. Um, I was then sorting out with my missus. Well, actually, what happened is... Pete Hastings, I'll have to say thanks very much, Pete Hastings from Berry, who's helped Southport sort out our new booking in system. Um, it, it does all those things, but also he was chasing me like you haven't paid for your Berry, and I went, "All oh, right, so I'll um, just check. I'm going to Berry next Sunday." She went, "No, you're not. We're going to an engagement or a christening or something along those lines." So I'm not racing. So that's like two weekends no racing for me, mate. Um, but we'll be back indoors from there, mate. Uh, where are you going? I'm going to go to Mid-Devon and do some indoor racing. Nice. Well done. I, I haven't done for a while in indoors because I kind of, when the COVID hit, I skipped out of that indoors. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to go and um, support my regional rep that runs Mid-Devon and um, have a day racing indoors in the warm yeah. and the dry. Yeah. Um, because Keenan listens, we will turn around and say, hey, look how well us Europeans do with coverage. You know, the AOS had some great coverage from Raceway 1, had some proper written articles. Please check out their website. All the pictures were taken. I was going to uh, say, it just reminded me, Raceway 1's website, top-notch. Amazing for AOS coverage yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know it's not, we always say Will White, but, you know, he was helped out by other people at the track whose name's yeah. completely... There's one of them called Brendan. Um, 
who who helped him out actually at the at the venue. So it was some great coverage. EOS have got their own sort of that that's their own sort of YouTube channel. You know, you could have watched uh, Tyler Little. Oh, sorry, uh, Tyler Little. What a great event Tyler Little had. Yeah, he had a pretty really good result. Really good. Thing. Um, I wasn't going to give him abuse. That's why I didn't put his results down. Um, but you know. Durham did some videos. There's lots of great coverage, so just check all those bits out. Um, you're racing at Mid Devon. I've got no racing, but then I'm back on every week at Buggies. That's great. Um, Martin, um, would you like to thank the sponsors? Yeah, I'd like to thank everyone at Schumacher, John, as always, at RC Octane, Brian at Screws for RC, Richie at RDT. That's amazing. I would like to say for everyone to please thank you. Thanks for listening. Uh, yep. Thanks for Elliot. Thanks for Scott. Scott. Scotty. Thank you for... Uh, please like and share this podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts again. I've just listened today for the No Name RC podcast where they did a, they did a bit of a, a roundup on uh, the down carpet. They had Tony Newland on from Clinic, Max Morton, Keenan talking about that. That was brilliant. Um there's a great episode of Race Like a Girl has come out with the SIC coverage. Um, listen to that. I think it's some really good views on, on racing and attending those big races in America. Um, it's important, but I've forgotten. Oh, that's awkward. Do you know, I, I've remembered now. I know who we're speaking to next week. Dear. Yeah, I know I do. As well. You do know as well. But hey, and we know stuff about him that Joey doesn't know. That's true. Joey doesn't know anything. I can't believe Joey. Unless it's about know. toilet paper. He knows a lot about He's massive on toilet paper, is our Joe. Um, yeah. And thank you very much for all the lovely messages that we have had quite recently regarding enjoying what we're doing and how we're getting on. And we will be fine. And we'll see you next week with a, you know, a, a, a new, I'm going to say, I think, a new member of the hashtag Schumacher family. Okay, Martin, see you soon. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.